Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Gary Tibbetts has supported independent tech news directly for five years. Why not be like Gary? Become a DTNS member at patreon.com slash DTNS. This is the Daily Tech News for Tuesday, February 12th, 2019 in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And from Studio Feline, I'm Sarah Lane. And uh, I'm the show's producer, Roger Chang. Sorry, I spaced out. I'm sick. I told you. (laughs) I'm ill. I I still have the flu. I apologize. I'm Patrick Beja from uh, the wonderful Finnish countryside. You are so many things, Patrick. Thank you for doing this show. I know you're, you're, you're still recovering from last week. We missed you last week. Thanks. And you, you actually asked me before starting if I was ready and I make a joke. I made a joke about the fact that I was born ready and it's <laughs> terrible. Anyway, uh, let's talk about that's what happens when you have a know. fever, right? Right. <laughs> Sarah Lane's back. Uh, it's been since last Wednesday. So we're all back together. It's a, it's a family reunion. On Daily tech News Show. Uh, let's start with a few tech things you should know. I just said that. Google announced new features when right-clicking on an email beyond those current three options that you might know and love. Archive, mark as read, or delete. Users on Gmail's rapid release schedule will now start to see new features, including reply options, snoozing options, and muting options today. And the rollout to everyone will start on February 22nd. Cue snotty responses from people who prefer keyboard shortcuts. (laughs) Well, you can have both. Sony Interactive, Sony's gaming business, is swapping its top executives. Deputy President Jim Ryan will step up to president and CEO, while current president and CEO John Codera will become deputy president. Sony says Codera will continue to work on building up gaming and content services, Sony CEO Kenichiro Yoshida said he wants Ryan to oversee the stability of PlayStation, while Kodera focuses on expanding PlayStation Network. Huh. Streaming, anyone? Mm-hmm. More streaming, I mean. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. maybe some cross-platform? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, legislation to give Russia more control over its internet traffic passed its first three readings in the Duma. That's Russia's lower chamber of parliament. The bill would route data through state-controlled infrastructure, install equipment to identify traffic sources, and block banned content and develop a national domain name system for use in the case the country was cut off from the rest of the internet. The bill has to pass two more votes in the Duma. It's expected to do so. Then it will have to be voted on by the upper chamber, the council. It's expected to pass there and it's also expected to be signed by the president. Adobe's Lightroom's next version will introduce a feature called enhanced details that uses a neural network to power something called 
demo Stacing. Using machine learning in macOS and Windows, it can deliver 30% more resolution in Bayer and... Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be, to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And X-Trans raw files organically from a camera's sensor. It can also increase detail while reducing more and false colors. Yeah. So uh, if you want uh, if you want a little better uh, uh, raw image translation faster too, uh, you might want to. Check that out. I I wonder if it's actually demosaicing, mm-hmm. like demosaic, you know, something. Yeah, and yeah. I also hope uh, we we can activate it by yelling enhance, <laughs> zoom, enhance. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's talk a little bit more about a uh, a, a change of of personnel uh, at Apple, Patrick. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Apple has named Frank Casanova its first head of marketing for augmented reality. Casanova moved uh, from leading iPhone marketing for wireless carriers into the new role this month. Casanova is an Apple veteran, ha- uh, having worked at the company for about 30 years and is credited for his work with carriers to promote the iPhone and developing older Apple products like QuickTime Video Player. So Apple is much on Casanova. I mean, <laughs> listen, somebody who's worked at Apple for 30 years, that in itself is significant. The fact that he is now moving to marketing for AI. Uh, uh, after AR, AR. AR, rather, um, is, is 
I don't know. I mean, it's it's I I think it speaks to how much Apple believes in this person. Well, yeah, and the pro- and the product category. I think it signals a lot uh that that we all have been expecting Apple to move into augmented reality more and more. Obviously, AR Kit is an indication of that. Uh and and putting the guy who's largely responsible for the success in carrier marketing with the iPhone, which is no small thing. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of belief in Casanova and it's a lot of belief in, in augmented reality. And it, it sort of signals that we might be getting some more products, whether it's a, a more developed AR kit uh, related campaign or, or whether it's a new product. Maybe maybe some Ooh. kind of augmented reality headset would be interesting. That's- to keep an eye on. Yeah, I, I think that's why it might be his big break uh, going to something that might be very visible in the future because there's no way they're not actually working on uh, a, a significant AR product. And yeah. if it happens, then it will be very visible and the person behind it will make their name. Agreed. Developers David Wilkinson and Ogden Apic have created a Chrome <laughs> extension called Language Learning with Netflix, which lets you watch Netflix shows with two subtitles on at the same time. So you can pair translations to help increase vocabulary. Hovering over a word shows a dictionary and clicking on a word lets you hear that word. You can choose to show dialogue and even pause playback at the end of every subtitle. The extension is free through the developers, though the developers have plans for premium features. I, I thought this was really cool because um, I guess Vicky, uh, the the app that I watch all my Chinese and Korean dramas on, uh, has a similar thing that they rolled out in 2017 that lets you sort of, you know, go in and, and see two captions at once to help you with language learning. Once I dug into this and realized this isn't just about having two captions on why you watch a show in real time. This is about studying what these shows are saying. I think that's really interesting. Yeah, and I think that's a really great way of finding uh, material to learn a language. I actually uh, lear- really started learning English when I was in Cyprus. I was a teenager, and there was nothing to do. So we just we actually watched uh, English movies every day without subtitles. Uh, and, and so my, my mom had to explain everything to us. But then when we started getting subtitles, it was a huge help. So if you're learning a language... Uh, watching something with the that language's subtitle on and re-watching the same thing over and over again can be, be very helpful because you end up uh, picking up yeah. on uh, the different things they're saying. So having the two languages might make that process even uh, easier, even smoother, and then you can drop one and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, maybe if I had this, I would have picked up more Korean than just yobseyo when you answer. <laughs> uh, that's not too bad. <laughs> Amazon is buying mesh router maker Eero to fit into its smart home plans, but most people are concerned about privacy with this deal. A lot of backlash out there on the social networks. Eero's privacy policy is really good right now. It's written in plain English. Eero uh, tweeted that it does not track customers' internet activity, and this policy will not change with the acquisition. Now, there are concerns with somebody like Amazon buys a product like this that handles all your internet traffic, but don't forget, uh, it's not 
you can overblow what they can do just by saying, well, all your internet traffic goes through it, and now Amazon will know everything I do. Dieter Bone at The Verge notes that your router does know when you're home and can see your traffic patterns, telling when you're streaming video, for instance. Uh, that might be something Amazon would be interested in. Also, Eero knows what gadgets connect to your system. Uh, if you go into the Eero control panel, you can see, like, oh, that's a Mac, that's an iPhone, that's an Android phone, etc. But Zach Whitaker over at TechCrunch notes, too, that... Things like HTTPS can prevent your router from seeing a lot of the data uh, that you're visiting. Your ISP knows a lot more about your traffic than any router ever could. Uh, in fact, it was Zach Whitaker's article is worth reading just to go over, like, here's what a router can't do. And also, with Amazon Web Services, Amazon probably knows way more about you than it could glean from your router anyway. Uh, I'm not saying that's a good thing, but Amazon powers almost the entire internet right now. In, in fact, uh, Eero's Eero Prime with the with the VPN and, and stuff may use some Amazon backend services already. So uh, I think it's easy to overreact to this, but I also am disappointed as an Eero user that now another one of my devices falls under the big companies when I, I liked that I had a small independent company that I didn't have to okay. worry about the consolidation, you know? But, but what... Okay, I understand that in in you know on a high level, but what exactly do you think is going to change by Amazon by Nero? I doubt actually like logically I doubt much is going to change. I Amazon has a pretty good track record of letting companies like Ring just continue to operate. Uh, I hope that they don't change Euro's privacy policy. It would be stupid for them to do so. But just as a matter of policy, I like to diversify where I'm putting my data. And I like to diversify where I'm putting my money so that I'm not buying everything from one company. Uh, and Eero just reduced that diversity for me. Patrick, how do you feel about this? I mean, is this something that you feel is a privacy issue or potential one for for, for Eero users now? Um, yeah, I think it, it definitely could be. Uh, whether or not it will be is a different matter. But you know what data they wouldn't get uh you know like what data uh, uh what m way to make sure that they wouldn't get more data it would be to not have euro if they're going to have euro they're sure. going to have at least some amount of additional data right and this makes me think of uh when facebook was using onavo back in the day it was a few years ago and according to some people that helped them um figure out that WhatsApp was being super, super popular. And it helped them uh, decide that they should be paying a huge amount of money because it was being used so much more than Facebook Messenger when no one else really had that information or maybe wasn't looking at it. So I don't know exactly what information they're going to be able to extract from this, but I'm sure it's going to be more information than if they didn't have Euro. So there's something that's going to be happening. There. Possibly. I do think the biggest reason Amazon buys Eero is for their smart home move. Uh, they want Eero to work with the Amazon Echo. They want it to work with Ring. Uh, they want they want to be able to integrate it so that you have an easier smart home uh, setup. And providing a mesh network router that gives you better connectivity through your house uh, is a way to do that. So there are certainly some positives with Amazon offering a mesh network and Eero is a great mesh network router. I love it. So I, I see why Amazon wanted to do it and I see how it fits in in a way that they wouldn't need to violate privacy policies or loosen up privacy policies to to make it worth mm. their while. I, th I think to make it clear, I, I would suspect they didn't buy them to have that additional data. But... 
they won't say no to it if they can figure out a way of using it and extracting it. I've, I'm guessing. Well, and and that's going to be the thing. How how much can they resist that temptation? Right. Yeah. 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 I feel you. In an article about the popularity of Apple AirPods, their fast sales and frequent appearance in memes, Neil Seibert at AboveAvalon.com says, quote, a product which the tech press declared too awkward looking to ever go mainstream has now made headphones with wires look out of style. I would love to discuss this because I think everyone here knows how I feel about Apple <laughs> AirPods. And and yeah, the 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 idea of like what is you know what what looks cool, what looks normal in 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 this modern headphone era. <laughs> I think uh Tom is wearing AirPods and he looks lovely. <laughs> okay. All right. So that quote uh, that the AirPods are making the, the wired headphones uh, going out of style, it's silly. It's over the top. I wouldn't go that far. I think the AirPods still look somewhat silly, a little bit less now that so many people are using them. But once you try them most people unless they have you know the kind of ears that apple doesn't cater to too bad you know you're you're wearing them wrong obviously i mean i um, i'm i'm one of those people you, you have the wrong ears. you have the wrong i have, ears, I have the wrong ears i, 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 I have mean, the wrong ears i don't think ears that's what wrong. they're just different <laughs> well Apple doesn't see it that way, but if you're if you're part of the people who Apple caters to, which is probably you know as usual eighty to ninety percent of the population, um, you really enjoy these products, uh, and they are a, a really well designed. Uh, uh, so okay. Once you've tried them on, most people will like them. When we first saw them, we only saw the fact that they look dumb, which they still do. But uh, more and more people using them and more and more people uh, be hearing from their friends that they are a really good product are using them. In in Europe, I don't know, apparently it's a European thing, but in Europe, I see them everywhere and everyone is liking them. Um, so I can absolutely believe the kind of uh, and numbers. And you're talking about people... AirPods specifically, not just Bluetooth. Ear... Oh, no, AirPods specifically. Yeah, okay, specifically. okay. Sorry, I can't hear you over my AirPods. <laughs> well, that, that's a, that's obviously a meme, and and Cybart mentions that, and and he has some like data besides just the anecdotal meme stuff, which is we saw a spike in searches on Google. If you go to to to, to the Google search uh, tracking, and and that spike has led to a sustained interest in AirPods. Uh, he's got some data to back it up. It it does seem like AirPods are probably the most successful product for Apple in a long time, certainly since the iPhone. Uh, and I I do think they look dumb. Uh, I, as Akhtar said, why do you have cigarette butts hanging out of your ears? <laughs> and since he said that to me, I can't stop thinking about them that way. That's why I use my Daily Tech News Show stocking cap to cover my ears when I go out for a walk so that no one can tell. That said, I see them more and more out of uh, outside my house, my the both postal carriers. We have two guys that, that seem to switch off from time to time. I think one fills in for the other. Are wearing them when they're doing their routes. I see people on the train. Yes, I took a train in Los Angeles. I saw people on the train with them on. So they have penetrated the mainstream now. 
and, and I think it's very easy as tech journalists slash snarky people to look at them and say, hey, they look dumb and they're, they will never and miss the fact that they are catching on. Uh, and I think that's a little bit of what's been happening here. And the numbers that you mentioned, the, the search surges are really impressive. Like it was incredibly popular on Google search towards the end of last year for this holiday season. So they're really taking off. And I think it's word of mouth because the tech press is only saying, <laughs> you look like yeah. an idiot. Also, one just fell out of my ear and I can't find it now. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I um, saw that happen, actually. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, as somebody who, you know, I've said on the show before, they just don't fit my particular ears. I L- wish they did. And Listen, if they Sarah, did, I think I would like them very much. I am I, certain... I, I, that there is some kind of uh, ear corrective surgery that you could have <laughs> to be able to wear the AirPods. Uh, I think you should I'll consider just that. I'll add that to the list of things I need to do. Yeah, right. Cool. <laughs> uh, let me add one, one last anecdotal <laughs> point before we move off of this. Uh, I, I have noticed Google News is very good at telling me what everybody cares about rumor-wise. There's always iPhone rumors. There's always Galaxy S10 rumors. Every once in a while, when we get near another product release, we might see some rumors for another product bubble up. AirPod rumors have become a staple of my my Google news. The, the rumors out right now are there. We're going to have colors and we're going to have a wireless charging case and, and that the new ones will have some kind of health monitor uh, stuck into them. So I think that's another thing that indicates to me like, yeah, maybe AirPods are becoming a little bit more than, than just a, a, an accessory sideline uh, for Apple. And uh, I want to mention that uh, Sarah will be trying some AirPod competitors as part of our new Live With It feature. Uh, I think we only have like one more day in the voting at patreon.com slash DTNS if you want to choose which headphones she will pick to review. Very much. Yeah. And thanks to everybody who's voted so far and get in there if you if you, if you haven't already. Folks, if you want to get all me- the tech headlines each day in about five minutes, be sure to subscribe to dailytechheadlines.com. Uh, we want to finish with a, 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 an explanation from Patrick about Apex Legends, uh, which is setting records in the number of players it's getting. It's helping EA recover from a bad quarterly report. Uh, what What is going on with this other than the fact that I know everyone thinks the name is a little silly? Well, maybe you're hanging out with people who don't have good taste. But um, <laughs> the, the, honestly, this is kind of an incredible phenomenon that is that goes beyond the world of of gaming and no one is quite sure exactly we're all a a little bit awestruck um so the game was released a week ago uh, i believe today or yesterday and it's already uh amassed 25 million players uh in just a week to give a little bit of context, the previous game that I'm sure everyone in the audience has heard about that was that held the, the record for uh, quickest rise was Fortnite Battle Royale. And that uh, that game uh, took uh, three months to reach that milestone. So, you know, three months, one week. It's incredible what is happening with this game. Um I think there are a few reasons why this is taking off so well. A few, let's say, contributing factors. Um, first of all, there was a, a genius communication uh, uh, burst at the end of last week. No one knew the game existed before the weekend before the announcement. Uh, they did a very clever invite of influencers. And of course, uh, over the weekend, and of course, that made the thing leak. So everyone was expecting the announcement and waiting for the announcement on a Monday evening. 
announcement happens. The game is released immediately. It's free to play. You can go play it now. They paid a few Twitch uh, streamers, uh, famous people to play it. And uh, that kind of snowballed into a massive Twitch audience and, and people kept playing it. The game, the second factor is the fact that the game is excellent. Respawn Entertainment is a studio of uh, people who used to work of Call of Duty on Call of Duty in its heyday. Super incredible uh, uh, people and designers. The game uh, makes a lot of bold choices that work out. There's also a little bit of uh, right place, right time. You know, that's the same for everyone. Uh, there's no other release happening right now to to steal its uh, thunder. Um, and th- what I call the X factor is the fact that the battle royale genre is uh, kind of the thing that everyone is chasing but only two companies have managed to to make that happen. And those companies cater to a very specific kind of gamer. Um, Fortnite caters mostly to the younger crowd. And PUBG, uh, P- PlayerUnknown's Battleground, the other big game in that area, which you might have heard about, is kind of too gritty, a little bit slow, and maybe boring, according to some. Um, this game feels like a normal quote-unquote game. So the pent-up demand for people who were on the outside looking into that genre that has been very popular um, has made it so people jumped in and started playing immediately and the game is so good they kept playing. Um, and, and, you know, beyond that, it's kind of a mystery. It's just uh, uh, they, they captured lightning. It clicked everything at the same time and uh, we're not quite sure why but it's a phenomenon and uh, it doesn't seem like it's going to stop yeah i I thought it was interesting that when apex legends came out uh it was everything i read was about respawns apex legends until it became a hit then it became ea's (laughs) apex legends (laughs) uh which both are true i mean respawn is owned by ea and and all that but uh uh, it, it's sort of like uh, taking taking credit for the good behaving child here. Uh, and he, he needs some good news. So I, I think that's another part of it as well. Um, you, you've done an excellent job of, of sort of explaining where this sits uh, in the landscape. And I understand it more. What, what do you like about it? What, when you say it just clicked, obviously it's going to be different for every player. But, but what is the thing that drew you into it? Um, well, I think beyond the, the game's uh, quality, I could start talking about game design um but the reality is i wanted to to enjoy uh, the genre of battle royale for those who don't know it's essentially um you get a hundred people between 50 and 100 people dropped on an island that is designed for combat you have to find weapons and then the last man standing wins um and i wanted to enjoy that genre because it's very popular but i couldn't find the right game for me and i think a lot of people all of my friends uh, were in that um uh, boat and this game uh with its excellent uh, first person traditional first person shooter roots and, and uh, uh, impeccable uh, polish fits that uh, uh bill so everyone who wanted to like the ga- these kinds of to to enjoy these kinds of games uh, jumped in and uh and and liked it immediately I'm not going to go into specific game design stuff but uh I think that's a massive factor Another thing that's really interesting is if you explain what the game is from the outside, uh, a lot of people are going to start grimacing. It is a free-to-play, battle royale, oversaturated uh, type of game 
from EA, very unliked uh, publisher, um, with uh, microtransactions and loot boxes. And the fact that they announced it and released it immediately meant that people didn't have time to hate to start hating it on principle mm. and started enjoying it in actuality. Do you think any of it has to do with the people playing it? When you're talking about these open world, a lot of it has to do with who else you're playing with. And a lot of the complaints about Fortnite are, I can't get started because I'm old and slow and I don't know how to play this and everyone <laughs> kills me. Uh, d- does that make a difference? Uh, I think... In this case as well, I mean, I'm old and slow and everyone kills me as well. Uh, but they made the choice to only allow squads of people. So you, you have to play with uh, two other people. So squads of three. If you don't have friends in your group, you're going to be match made with random people. But it also means that you might be match made with someone who knows what they're doing. So you follow them, do a little bit like them, maybe heal them uh, every once in a while and and maybe achieve something um in in one out of five games so yeah that might play into it because if you go solo in those other games chances are you're gonna die in the first two minutes and not have a lot of fun here it's more balanced yeah well thank you uh patrick for for sharing that perspective uh not just for us but for anybody out there who's like okay i keep hearing about this thing i i I see people talking about it now hopefully you understand a little more if you're not someone who already enjoys it Indeed. And thanks to everyone who participates in our subreddit. You help us make our show every day. You could submit stories and vote on others at dailytechnewsshow.reddit.com. And also we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash dailytechnewsshow. I often say we have the smartest audience in podcasting and today is no disproof of that. We've got a great email. You are right, at least today, Tom. Um, this actually comes from another Tom. Tom says, I was listening on my way to work yesterday, to yesterday's podcast and the story about Apple making records available to veterans. One thing that was not noted, but I believe is important, is that the VA signed a contract with Cerner Corporation last year to completely modernize their electric health records. This comes subsequent to the DOD signing a contract with the Lidos Consortium to do the same with Cerner as a key member to that DOD contract. The Coast Guard has also signed on to this. With all of that said, I don't know what the involvement of Cerner in this latest Apple effort is, but I wouldn't be surprised if Cerner is involved invoked in some way. It certainly is possible that this is connected to VA's existing VSA system that is the system that would be replaced. Just thought you might like to have a little background. Yeah, I I, I love that background, Tom. And and a few other uh, Veterans Administration associated people uh, wrote in to say, you know, the VA has actually been pretty good at staying modernized and, and providing uh, some, some cutting-edge uh, health-related technology. So um, I'm glad to hear from everybody about that. It's good stuff. Absolutely. Um, thank you very much to the other Tom. And also thanks to Patrick Beja. We missed you last week. We're so glad you're feeling better and let folks know where they can keep up with your work. Sure. Uh, I would recommend two things today. Uh, first, if you're a casual gamer, you need a little bit of information, you can go listen to the monthly video game briefing. That's MVGB. And uh, we do it with Scott Johnson. A lot of fun. And if you are more of a core gamer, you need all of the information. I'd recommend my show Pixels. Uh, both of them are easy to find on your podcast player of choice. Just search for uh, MVGB or pixels excellent 
Hey, folks, uh, our goal each month is to get one more patron than last month. Uh, and the only way we can do that is for you who are not already a patron to sign up. And for those of you who are a member, uh, to, to stay a member. If you want to become a DTNS member, you can get an RSS feed that doesn't have commercials. You can get special episodes from me, from Sarah, columns from Roger. Uh, all of that is available when you sign up at patreon.com slash DTNS. And don't forget, if you want to wear AirPods in secret, uh, the DTNS hat is one of the many items you can get at dailytechnewsshow.com slash store. Our email address is feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. Keep the feedback coming. We'd love to hear from you. We're also live Monday through Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 21.30 UTC. And you can find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live. Back tomorrow with Scott Johnson. Talk to you then. Bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.